what's going on. Welcome to the Biz Women Rock podcast. I'm your host, Katie Krimitzos. If you are passionate about growth in your business, if you are growing a purpose-driven business and you want access to education, to resources, and to other amazing businesswomen who can help you do it better every single day, then this is the podcast for you. I have a big secret for you. You do not have to struggle for years to create a profitable and purposeful business that you actually enjoy showing up for every day. It takes three things to create relatively fast results, clarity, focus, and intentional actions. These are the three things I continue to provide support and accountability for, for my private coaching clients, and it's work that seriously lights me up. And it gives them accountability, guidance, strategy, and massive mindset shifts along the way. If you are ready to give up the struggle and have your best year yet in the year ahead, then apply today for my one-year private coaching program. From March 2019 through March 2020, I'm working deeply with just a handful of driven, passionate, and determined women entrepreneurs who are ready to step into their greatness and finally see the results they know that they deserve. Hi, ladies. My name is Tina Conroy. I am the founder of The Intuitive Woman. I have the pleasure of working with Katie in private coaching. I worked with Katie last year and will continue to work with her in 2019. Last year was my best year yet. The growth in my business was exponential and not only the growth financially, but growth in my mindset. See, Katie has this special way of keeping me focused and clear, staying on track and holding me accountable. I hit all my goals and look forward to hitting more this year. Katie allows me to be the best version of myself and allows me to create the business of my dreams. I can't do it without her. Thanks, Katie. To find out more about my one-year private coaching program and how it can benefit you, go to bizwomenrock.com forward slash my big year and apply today. Shannon Baker is doing what so many women entrepreneurs try to do, transition from a VA or someone who is paid to do the tasks to a strategist, someone who gets paid to create the overall action plan. Her company is Socially Savvy VA, and she's been in business for seven years, but she's done actually doing virtual assistant work. Instead, she wants to help her clients be more strategic about creating better workflows, efficiencies, and systems from the top down. So during this live coaching call, we're going over who her avatar actually is and who it's not, what her offerings are and how she can tweak them to elongate the revenue potential for her and create more success for her clients. We're going over actions that she can take now to communicate to the world that she is a systems strategist. That's my word, not hers, but I think it's a good one. Not a VA. This is such a great session to listen to if you're transitioning your offerings right now and you want to make sure that you're attracting your dream clients. So sit back and enjoy this live coaching call with Shannon Baker. Shannon, I'm so excited that you're here, girl. I am so excited too. I even announced it to like all my friends. I'm talking to Katie. (laughs) (laughs) We are strategizing today. Yes. Oh, girl, you are on a live coaching call, which is where all of the amazing members of the Biz Women Rock community get the opportunity to listen to one of their own, come to the table with a particular idea, 
challenge or issue that you're going through so that we can all strategize through it and learn together. So what are we dealing with today? What do you want to bring to the table? Okay, so I am transitioning as a virtual assistant from the done for you space to the done with you space. So my challenge is the mental change, but also the operational changes that come with that shift in business. Okay. So let me get clear on a couple of things. First and foremost, I want to make clear that when you say I'm changing and transitioning from a done for you service to a done with you, that in my terms means you were the VA and people were hiring you to do their stuff, right? Yes. And now you're transitioning to being what I would call like the delegation strategist, if you will. <laughs> exactly. So now you want to be part of helping them strategize from the top down how they should optimize their systems and delegate and do all that sort of stuff just to streamline their businesses. But you're not the one doing it. Is that right? Exactly. So this is what you need to do. This is how you can do it, but I'm not doing it for you. As a side question, do you have people then to put into place to do it? Or you just kind of help them have that go to their team or, or you have people that you might refer to? I'm working on building the resources so that they have people that they can go to. But a lot of the strategy as well will be things that they can self-implement by using technology that we have today. They just set it up with my assistance of walking them through the process. And then when it comes to a point that they can hand it over to someone else, they can pick that piece up for them. Got it. Okay, cool. And now what you're doing is you are becoming that top line strategist with them. So I know you said you want to talk about how that impacts your business operationally, but let's first deal with how that impacts, like how you're communicating to people, like basically how you're attracting your right person, right? Like that's why we want to know this stuff. Exactly. And that's the challenge. (laughs) I would imagine, how long have you been, been in business? Seven years in April. Okay, gotcha. So I, I imagine you have a lot of people coming to you because you've done a good job of establishing yourself as the VA to go to. Mm-hmm. I would imagine you have a lot of people coming to you and saying, I need you to do this. How much is it for you to do this for me? Exactly. And you're having to re-educate them on, well, I don't actually do that anymore, right? Yes. Do those people need what you offer now? They do. Do they know it? They do not. Uh, and that's the piece that I've got to figure out how to communicate that they don't necessarily need a person to do it. It's really just mapping out the workflow, so to speak, and identifying what can be automated opposed to the traditional, let me just hand it off to someone else to do it for me. Out of 10 people, how many people are in the boat of, oh shit, I just need to hand this over to somebody now. I'm so overwhelmed. I can't even, I just need to hand it to somebody now. I would say maybe three out of 10 that I talked to. Okay, good. Who are the other seven? The other seven just assume that they can just hand it off, but they haven't really, one, they aren't ready really to hand it off to anyone because nothing's in place. Um, No processes, nothing's identified. There's no real goal that they're looking or they're working towards, but they just know it needs to get done. Got it. And then they don't know the how. So those are the other seven people. Okay. So you just figure because they don't know how to do it, it's easier to just tell someone else, well, this is what I need. And the other person will fill in all the details for them. I would imagine those seven people are a lot more 
ready to listen to you and hear what you have to do and take you up on your offers because those three people are in emergency mode. And the idea of like, oh, let me sit down and create a strategy for this before you actually start delegating it would seem like way too overwhelming, right? Exactly. Like a waste of time and money. I don't want to do that. I just need somebody to do it, right? Exactly. Okay. So that's something A, to get really clear on. Who is your ideal client? So it sounds like we've just gotten a lot of good clarity there as far as like, okay, it's not the person who is the, oh crap, I just need somebody ASAP to do this because they're not ready to listen and they're not going to value what I have right now because they can't. (laughs) They're in emergency Mm -hmm. mode. But those seven people, they are. They just know they need help. They know they want to grow and they know that they can't do it all themselves. So that's something really important to keep in mind. What do you offer? What do you do with those folks? When I go through the fitting process to make sure they're not the person in crisis mode, I've learned that the hard way. And by fitting, you mean like a free session, basically, just to be able, like a discovery call. Like exactly who you are. Let me make sure that what I do can help you. Mm-hmm. So okay. I get some information up front through my intake form when they schedule that 15-minute call. It gives me some basic information, how long they've been in business, what their situation is. Are they overwhelmed? Are things falling through the cracks? It identifies what the problem is. And then on the call, I identify, well, why now? Why do you want to fix this now? What's going on that's finally prompted you to take action? So based on the answers that they give me to those questions, I can identify if they're always in crisis mode, which means they're not going to have the time that they need to invest to actually work with me to get things done. And if they're not in crisis mode, then I go to the next step of offering Well, we can do a full assessment of your operations, or we can pinpoint one pressing workflow that you really need to have functioning in your business to meet your goal right now. So I have multiple options. One is a accountability partnership where they've got the goal mapped out, they've got the strategy mapped out, but they just need someone to hold their feet to the fire, so to speak, to get it done. So We map out their three tasks for every week and we check in every week to make sure things get done so that they can make that goal happen. So that's one option. And how long does that last? It's month to month. For how long? I've just done it month to month. It's actually, I just started doing it last year. Okay. Late last year. So that is a new service. Okay. Just to be clear. So you're creating, like, let's say somebody needs a full assessment on their business. Mm -hmm. And so you're basically doing like this, that's an immense amount of work to look at everything that's going on, right? It is. So it sounds like a big, long session with them to be able to, or multiple sessions maybe, to be able to kind of distill what really needs to get worked on and what you can streamline. And then this accountability partner package is helping them hold their feet to the fire to clean up that system, not Mm -hmm. necessarily business actions, right? Like we're talking about their back office system. Exactly. Everything I do is related to the back office system. So what gets the business to function and operate fully. So even with the full assessment, I have a checklist that I go through the six essential um, systems that a business needs. And we identify what they have, what they're missing. And they come out of that assessment, they get a 90-day action plan in order of importance of what systems they should focus on first based on what their goals are. So basically it's what's definitely needed now opposed to I may be missing four out of the six. These two are easy. So we'll do those two. They can work on those two first and then approach the more difficult or more time-consuming systems that they need to implement. 
Oh, I love this. Oh my gosh. Every flipping business owner needs this. <laughs> okay. I'm a systems junkie too, by the way. So that's also why my synapses are firing right now. Okay. And then if they do one workflow, if they choose that option, then I would imagine it's very similar, but just much smaller in scale. So you're still doing the full assessment of that one particular workflow that needs tweaking and to be made more efficient. And then you're giving them an action plan to be able to do that, right? Exactly. Okay, gotcha. So is that a 90-day plan? Do you still make that within the scope of a 90-day plan? Or is it more so just an action plan? It's broken into 90 days. Usually it does honestly take at least six months to get everything in place. So for the 90 days, it generally works out to be two to three systems. It really depends on how much they already have in place. But at the most, they can really streamline three systems in the 90-day period and get them functioning fully automated, the whole process documented, and then move on. Okay, gotcha. So from there, after doing that assessment and giving them the 90-day plan, then they have the choice to then go into this accountability partnership with you, right? Yes. Okay, gotcha. A, I love this. I've drawn up a whole process flow of this entire offering that you have right here on my paper. (laughs) I love it because it's super clear. A, you are bringing people in. You're talking to each and every one of them to make sure that they are a good fit for you. You have the offering of, hey, I can either do this full assessment of this thing or this super focused scope for the biggest pain point that you might have. And then you have an assessment for each of those and then a way to have a subscription, right? How much is that accountability partnership? The partnership is $125 a month. Okay. And how many people since you've been doing it last year, how many people have chosen that option? Two. Okay. And then how much is the full assessment? And I'm imagining it in the full assessment, does that include this assessment in the 90-day plan? Yes. Okay. So how much is that? So that assessment is 350 Okay. And then how much is the one individual workflow? The workflow is where I I haven't had anyone just choose one workflow. Um, So I probably need to maybe offer that separately. Most people want the full assessment of look at everything and just tell me what's missing and we can go from there. Uh, Yeah. And I actually think that that's a smart play to move all of your energy there because truthfully, and you know this, like they're all interrelated. So even if you just do a deep dive into one particular system that's really cramping their style, it affects four other things, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, okay. So how many people, since you've been changing over to this service, how many people have you had come in at that $350? I had one that did the full assessment and then she just halted. I think she was just overwhelmed with how much was missing in her business that she froze and disappeared and stopped communicating with me. Yeah. I am so glad that you said that, by the way, because that is one of the biggest challenges of doing a large assessment. And so we can talk about ways to mitigate that. And the very first thing that I would recommend is I would recommend you have a phased approach of working with your clients and breaking down the dollar per part of this they're paying for multiple phases, okay? So phase one could be, we're doing the full-on assessment. And that's X amount of dollars. Phase two is we now get busy having a 90-day action plan and identifying the most important things to do, right? 
And that's phase two. And that's this amount of dollars. Phase three is the next things that need to get done. Phase four, whatever. Like, I don't care how many phases you have. It's probably even more customized according to each individual client. Mm-hmm. What that does is it takes away that factor that, oh my God, this is way too much for me to handle. And my guess is, even within the 90-day plans, you might even pull back on all the stuff that you're putting in there. Because while you are doing this full-time, this is always the back burner thing for people to do, right? Like They don't want to do this stuff. And so if you make it very doable and approachable and that that 90-day plan is very realistic, then you absolutely have like a milestone to move towards... And then now you get into phase two. Cool. We're going to fix this now. Okay, cool. Now we're going to fix this, right? And then I would think that your accountability partnership could start as you're doing that. Or I'm guessing maybe a part of this plan is, hey, I'm checking in with you on a regular basis throughout this 90 days. Is that correct? Yes. Okay, gotcha. So they're used to that accountability, which is awesome. Again, I think there's a key component that it needs to be simple. It can't be overwhelming, even in the follow-up. But it can't be like, I don't know what would work best. In my humble opinion, I don't think like a scheduled call for an hour to go over these things every single week, like that's way too much. And for some of these back office systems that like, I don't really want to deal with these. I don't want to do them, but I know I have to do them. That's not where I want to spend my time. It just needs to be something that's more along the lines of a regular touch point and a regular check-in by you that says, hey, here's what we're getting accomplished this week. How are you doing with that? Let me know when you're going to do it. You know, Or let me know if you need help in implementing this. So it's like a regular touch point from you. And then maybe once a month is an actual call or an actual like you're meeting with them and talking to them about like, okay, where are we now? Great, you got that done. You got that done. Awesome. But it is all about being as efficient with their time as possible for this stuff, right? Yes. Okay. That being said, you're getting them through all these phases, you're getting them used to that accountability. And so Mm -hmm. it would be really easy then to transition them into a monthly subscription. If $350 is what you're charging for that assessment in the first place, I would... Again, think about what the charge might be or what the investment might be for like a phase two, phase three, like spread it out. And you might consider that maybe I'm battling, I'm having two contradictory ideas in my head. Number one tells me that, yeah, 125 bucks, like that's awesome to make sure that I'm like actually executing this stuff. And if I'm going to pay that much though, I feel like there's an end point to that. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to be working on my back office systems for three years. Like, there's a certain point where, like, this is the goal to get this kind of streamlined. And then it's going to take me four to six months to be able to do that, right? To implement that darn CRM that I bought six months ago and to finally get the kick in the butt to do it. It's worth it for me to pay this money every single month to actually get it done and to make sure all these other pieces are complying with that. So, part of me is like, if it is going to be that amount, then think about if there is a time period. You may not need to know that yet. You're just in your first couple of clients. So it might just be like, you'll figure it out along the way. You'll notice with your first 10 to 20 clients, like, hey, about six months is when they don't really need me or they're all kind of canceling because they're not, that's not where their focus is. All of these things have been fixed. So they don't really need me anymore. So, but be cognizant of that. Like this might be a packaged temporal kind of a deal, right? Okay. The second thought is maybe that there is a smaller price point rather than $125 a month that would allow them to elongate the process in some way. I don't know what that is, but it could be just to get that continuity, 
But again, you always need to think about like, we don't want continuity for the sake of continuity. We want continuity because it makes sense to them. Like Mm -hmm. part of continuity could be, maybe you have a lower price point. I don't know what that is. Let's, I'm spitballing at 30 bucks a month, right? It's super low, but 30 bucks a month, I'm checking in with you every however many weeks, months, I don't know. And I'll do a reassessment once a quarter or twice a year to see how things are coming along. And I'm available to you if some tech systems start whacking out and you can't understand what's going on. That kind of a thing. So where I really want you to see where I'm going here is always like, what do they need? My answer to everything as far as like creating packages that are good for your clients is always like, what do they now need? What do they now need? They've gone through the full assessment. What do they now need? Okay, they need a plan that's doable. Okay, from there, what do they now need? Well, they need a step-by-step way to get into that process that ensures they get it done. That's why they hired you. That's why they spent this money to actually make sure they get it done. Okay, what would that look like, right? That is my thought process on what the packaging should be around your offering. You have a lot of it there already. It's just sort of like shifting Mm -hmm. it, adding a few things. Does all that make sense so far? It does. Perfect. Now, this only answers the basic question of like, what do I offer, right? And how do I do that? The larger question is, how are you reflecting that in the marketplace, right? Mm -hmm. How do I make sure that people know that I'm not a VA and that they know that this is who I am? So... The very first thing, I'm very big on this, like getting really clear about your offerings. That's why we started here. So what I would do as an action item from this strategy session is go back and dump it out. Like, what is this offering? What do I offer? What does it look like? What's the process of it? All of that sort of stuff. When you're in that zone, you're going to get really excited about the people that you can help with this, right? You're going to get really excited about that person who desperately needs you and you are like the answer to their prayers. And so when you do that, talk to that person, get in their voice as far as how you're helping them and let that fuel your marketing. Let those comments that you're... Like I looked at your website and while you actually do that really well to say like, hey, are you are you telling yourself this? Like you have all these pain points there, which is great because all of your people have those pain points. What's not clear though is how you help them. Mm-hmm. So... I would back into start with this offering, get excited about the solutions that you're going to be able to create and start just writing down like, these are your pain points. This is how I help. Like answer that question. Here's what I do. And you might even have some sort... And this is just me because I'm a visual person. You might even have like some sort of a visual that says, here's how I can help. We start here. We start with an assessment. And from there, we see what holes need to be fixed, where we can streamline, da 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 And this is what that looks like. From there, we create this. From there, we go to this. From there, we go to this. So it's not overwhelming. Someone visiting can say like, oh, okay, cool. Like, let me just meet with her because I need to fix this. And she obviously knows what she's talking about. So I would just get really clear on like, how are you facing to the world that you are a strategist, a system strategist? What do you call yourself? That's been the other struggle. Because when you say virtual assistant, they think done for you. Mm -hmm. So my goal this year is to get clear on the offers and the marketing and to do a rebrand and break away from virtual assistant period because I need to get out of that space. Yeah, I agree with you. And the reason I asked at the front of this conversation, whether you have those VAs who actually fulfill the work is because 
that would be the only way that staying with your current brand makes sense that you do provide those VAs because at the end of the day, people are coming because they want a VA. So if you're the person in front of that, owning that company, who part of you getting a VA is me having the strategy session with you and figuring out how we can help you, right? Like that is part of that package, then that would make sense. So I think for right now, until you get that full branding done, which does require some work, right? It requires Mm -hmm. some inside out kind of work. (laughs) My recommendation is to start introducing yourself as and you can choose whatever term you want but i you know like a system strategist i help you get you even said this really well on your website i help you create more efficiencies in your business i help you take your systems and streamline everything so that you as the owner of the company can do the most amount of work with the least amount of effort and can impact the most amount of people something like that Okay. But that you are that strategist. I come into your business and I help see where we can streamline and where we can delegate and where we can make efficiencies. And then I give you a plan that we can execute together or that you know I help you execute or whatever language there does not put you as the person doing it. And I hold you accountable to make sure that it gets done so that you can be actually having fun in your business rather than drowning in it, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is all that helping? Yes. And I'm writing as you talk. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Okay. I think that's a really good place to start. I mean, obviously there's a lot more to this. However, I think a really good place to start because, you know, at the end of the day, let's bring business in, right? So how do you bring Mm -hmm. business in? You got to get really clear on that, on your offering and therefore get excited and super clear about your language that you're using out there in the world. Whether you're representing yourself on social media, whether you're at a meeting, networking and talking to people, whether you are asking people to introduce you to their clients, whatever that is, like you got to get really clear in your language on how you're presenting yourself out there and that will attract the clients. And then you can get more creative and focused and intentional about the marketing. Mm-hmm. Okay? Okay. Yes. Yay. Awesome, girl. Whew, oh. Yeah. Good? Clarity. Yes. It's always good to have someone else outside looking in and see the pieces because I can do it for other people, but I cannot do this for myself. Isn't that funny? It's the way it works. (laughs) (laughs) It's the way it works. Oh my gosh. Well, this has been such a blast. I love this. I think this is such a pertinent topic and I'm really, really grateful that you brought it to the table for the whole Biz Women Rock community. Thank you. Thank you so much, Shannon. You're awesome, girl. Great. All right. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to today's episode. I never take it for granted that you, a very busy and high-performing woman entrepreneur, listens to the Biz Women Rock podcast. If you got any value out of today's show, if there were any aha moments that you had, I would so appreciate you turning around and sharing it with another woman entrepreneur who needs that aha as well. From me and the entire Biz Women Rock team, we'll see you on the next episode.